Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Dylan Bowman after his third place finish at the 2020 Trans Grand Canaria. How are you doing, Dylan? Pretty haggard, to be honest. I think we probably both are, but... It's been a long day for both of us, or two days. Oh, but wow, what a, what a wild ride it was, and yeah, really happy with the result, so... How do you decide to kick off your season with a 128k of race that <laughs> turns out to be harder than you expect? Right, well, you know, it's my second time here on the island, so there's a lot of different reasons for me deciding to kind of kick off the season here. One was because the last time went really poorly <laughs> and I wanted to sort of like, one of my ideas this year as part of like coming back from injury and stuff was to go back to races where I had a tough time, you know, mm -hmm. the, the first go around. So that was one of the reasons and the timing is good. Um, you know, the, uh, the climate is nice coming from Portland, Oregon. And uh, I was supposed to be going to an event with the North Face uh, in a couple of weeks in Annecy. So I was just going to hang out here for a couple yeah. of weeks. That's, of course, been canceled because of the coronavirus. Oh, that so, thing, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, heading home. We're going to go to Morocco uh, tomorrow, actually, for a few days and then yes. home after that. You could practically swim over there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I mean, we're Tough life. just Tough. off the coast of Africa here. Yeah. Um, so this kicked off your season. Yep. Were you ready to go when you were coming to the line? Honestly, no. Like I've just had so little confidence recently that I'm surprised and relieved more than anything to actually put together a good run. Yeah. I went to Sean O'Brien and, and did the 50 miler there just yeah. sort of like as a long sunny training day yeah. to try and simulate the conditions here on the island but you know to be honest all week this week i was not really feeling it just sort of like both you know physically energy wise just so is that of, is that lack of confidence or is that uh lack of stoke because you're what what, is, what was lacking coming i mean i think it's mostly just like yeah lack of confidence having gone through sort of like a tough year for the first time in my career mm -hmm. and uh yeah just trying to kind of get back to a point where I can trust my body again after injuries to sort of trust that I still have what it takes to, mm -hmm. to compete, uh, in the way that I want to mm -hmm. at least. And yeah, that's sort of been really hard to come by recently. Like, won't lie. Like, uh, it's, yeah, just sort of like, um, you know, when you're not proving it to yourself, you know, after a year and a half since really my last yeah. race that I was proud of at TDS in 2018, mm -hmm. last time I went this distance, you know, after 18 months of not really having a race, you start to feel like, huh, well, maybe, maybe this isn't coming back. And, uh, so yeah, like I said, and, it was, it was really, and really TNF good. didn't really offset that. Cause was... yeah, like, you know, I finished sixth there, you know, it was not terrible, no. right. But certainly not what I train and, and hope for. And I actually felt pretty good going into mm -hmm. that race. My legs just were not used to that kind of a race pace, uh, after, a year plus of injury. I think it really helped to hard me for, mm -hmm. for this race and kind of get the competitive juices flowing again. But that race really helped me to kind of decide to do this race because I had like a very specific plan coming in, which was, which I never do. Right. Okay. And that was basically to just like, go have a solid run, you know, which don't is funny because they feel like that's what you're playing always. Like it feels that way from the outside. Like you're. Yeah, I don't know though. I think sometimes you know you sort of like get in this mode where you sort of put pressure on yourself and you feel like you have to crush it for your friends and family and sponsors. And mm -hmm. and I think that's what really sort of like left me in a really confused place for the last yeah. like year and a half. And 
So, you know, to come here just with that mentality of like, okay, don't go out and try and win the race. Don't go out with POW. Just go have a solid one, mm-hmm. put a result on the board and build towards hard rock, which is of course my major objective for the season as it is for you. Indeed. indeed. So, uh, yeah. So like, as you saw, like I took it very easy early on. Not, and not super conservative, but like easy. more conservative yeah. than I usually would mm-hmm. run. Yeah. And, um, the whole intention of that was to just <clears throat> make no mistakes, you know, don't get to a point like I did at TNF where my legs just were gassed. Um, and especially knowing the Island, at least a little bit mm-hmm. and knowing how hard of a race it is. Um, you know, I think that that really helped me to, to have a, a good solid day because like I really made no mistakes. I had no major low points. And at the end of the day, like I was able to just move up throughout the can you, event. Can you call that mastery? Like not, not in an overly cocky way, but like if you don't make any mistakes and you feel good throughout, yeah. like, well, I mean, like I actually counted recently and this was my 52nd ultra marathon, if you can believe that. And so I'm a veteran, you know, it's crazy how time flies, but like, I've done a lot of these things mm-hmm. and very rarely do you feel like, okay, like solid, you know, like I, I got a little lazy with nutrition in the last like hour and a half and it was hot. So I didn't feel yeah. amazing coming into the finish line. But aside from that, like I was just clicking along all day and, um, you know, not concerned about the guys in front of me or behind me, mm-hmm. just trying to go have a solid run. That's when you put on a frame and put on the wall or at least put on the fridge. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a good one, man. I'm, I'm really happy with it. And, and definitely showed me that I'm, I'm closer to the form that I want to be in than, than I've felt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you felt you, you described like going in with a plan and being even keeled in a positive way throughout. Were there any moments where like there were flashes of like, I feel really good and I should kind of go for it yeah or... like a little bit one of the things that i always look for in my racing is like how am i climbing late in the race mm-hmm. you know because i think that's a good indication of how you're pacing it and that's the the time in which you're most likely to make up time or put time into your competition is who's climbing the best late in the race mm-hmm. right and i mean i just was climbing good again mm-hmm. finally and it felt like it's been forever. And I intentionally took all the downhill super easy, just knowing that once you get to the top, you just bomb all the yeah. way down and very technical, hard, steep trail. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think that helped me to climb well, too, just not beating the legs up too much really in the race. But. So how after this experience and this, and, and this whole positive framework, do you take this from a an early season, like important, but not your hard rock. Yep. And how do you box it up and unpackage it again in mid-July? Well, so there's just like so many different <clears throat> positives, I think, that came from the run. Not only the fact that I was able to redeem a really poor performance from 2014. Um, the, the 15th of this month of March will be f- the five-year anniversary from my heat stroke that you might remember in 2015. Yeah, a little bit of that. And I really haven't felt normal in hot temperatures Mm -hmm. since then and i actually felt pretty good in the heat today it's an extremely technical race as you know and wasn't wearing any ankle braces and you know that's like for me uh i mean that's been my achilles heel uh especially in the last year it's Mm -hmm. just like having confidence in my feet and to not wear the braces and to feel good on the technical trail just like thank you you know just like 
finally like starting to feel um, a little bit normal. And, and so, yeah, like that's the key is to sort of like put the brick in the wall towards hard rock and, you know, understand that, like, I definitely still don't feel like a hundred percent, but I'm, what I was able to show myself is that I'm not as far off as I felt, Mm -hmm. you know, and being behind Pau and Pablo who ran amazing races. Mm -hmm. Those guys are incredible. Um, I wasn't like that far behind. I spent a lot of time off course too. And so like, I was really pleased to be like, at least, you know, within 30 or 40. How do you not get overly frustrated with that? Or, you know, the whole thing for me was just go out and enjoy it. And Even when you hit yourself in the head with a branch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took some uh, facial abuse out there. <laughs> sort of part of the uh, consequences of being a, a large man on a uh, not-so-large island with lots of vegetation. So, uh, But, yeah, like, yeah, attitude was everything for me today. Mm-hmm. And just, again, just trying to nail the fundamentals, make zero mistakes not worry about where I was placed. But again, like when you make zero mistakes, you ultimately place better than you would otherwise. I'm seeing like so many teaching moments in this. Like, so like now here you are, you're five months out from five and change out from our five and a half out from hard rock. Mm -hmm. Like, do you now approach that from that whole period as like you did today? And just like, don't aim to hit those next five and a half months out of the ballpark, but to be solid throughout, not make any mistakes and feel good to the, to the, to the goal. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. And, and that I think is something that I lost track of a little bit, having a really successful 2018, you start to feel like, Oh, I need to continue to prove myself and get away from the things that have worked for me in my career and gotten me to a a point where I can be competitive in most races that Mm -hmm. I enter. But yeah, like when you at hard rock, for example, like we racing against Xavier and, Francois and Jason Schlarb, Jeff Browning, yeah. among others. And um, yeah, like it's just important for me to to not necessarily in the same way that I was thinking this morning, like, okay, I'm not going to try and keep up with Pau. You know, like he's won this race three years in a row in ridiculously fast times and tough conditions on an insanely hard course. Like that's, that's not going to lead to me having my best race, you know? Like- so... Yeah, I mean, being a Colorado boy, I'm excited to, to yeah. get to the San Juans. And... But overtraining in April is not going to be the ticket to no, hang no. with Francois, is it? No, no. This is going to be the, the major, like, you know, massive long run leading into mm-hmm. it. I'll do the VVX race in May and then go to Colorado and march around in the San Juans for a few weeks before yeah. the race. Let me know when you have an easy day. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you around. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dylan, congrats on a great run and nice race out there. Thanks, man. Yeah.